Hello everyone, this is Relationship Hop. My name is Hart and this channel is sponsored by Elava Digital. We do series stories, real life stories about people, life, friends, and I hope you enjoy this journey with me and we can all learn from each other. Remember, you are worthy. And if you like what you listen to, what you hear in here, click subscribe. Thank you. Hello, welcome back everyone. I hope you enjoyed your last weekend, which was Easter weekend. So I did have a good time. I hope you did too. So let's dive in into today's episode. Okay, self-love. This is what I want to talk about this week. It's about a story that involves lack of self-love. Basically, I have a friend, very good friend of mine. We know each other for about maybe three to four years. But I think when you get older, the relationship you build, they can be sometimes stronger than the relationships you had in your teenage years. So I think when you are older, you become wiser normally and you know more yourself. So the relationships you build as you get older, they are meant to stay because you know more what you want. I'm not saying always, but they have a better chance to survive, you know, because you are wiser, you are older, you know more. Supposedly, you have learned from your mistakes. <laughs> I mean, not everybody learned at the first time. Some people learned after five, six, seven times. Anyway, but, you know, the point is that you learned and you don't suffer on the way of learning. But in this case, my friend Maria is really hurting and I hurt for her. I hurt a lot because she doesn't love herself and that makes me sad. Okay, let's start to tell her story. Maria is a friend of mine, like I said, we know each other for three to four years and her story involves her boyfriend and I never knew her boyfriend until I came across a situation with her and from that moment she started talking more about her boyfriend and I started seeing more and more of, of her relationship. I thought that she had a perfect relationship. When I mean perfect, that she, she was happy. That's what I thought. She was a happy person. I believe she was. She was talking very nicely about her boyfriend when we first met. And I never had any doubts about her. And she's the kind of person, that's the, the thing that surprised me the most about her, that she's a person that she looks very comfortable in her own skin. If you see her, she will walk with confidence. She will walk in and own the place. She will dress with confidence. She will talk with confidence. And she had different skills, of course. Everybody got something that they are good at. So she had a few things she was good at. 
which she could sign through it. But you will never think when you see her, when you speak to her, that she's a person who has very low self-esteem. And I found it very, very interesting because how somebody who goes around with so much confidence could be broken in the inside with no love for themselves. I mean, it's crazy. But it happens. So that's why you should never judge a book by its cover. Because, you know, what might be inside might be completely different, to be honest. So basically, Maria, my friend Maria, she had this boyfriend, you know, nice guy, tall, you know. I mean, she saw me some pictures of him. And to be honest, what I thought of him, he looked a bit like a criminal to me. Sorry, Maria, if you are listening, but I did say this to you in your face. However, um, that was my first impression when she saw me the pictures of him. She would always talk about him, but she will actually never go out with him to places. I mean, when Maria and I met at the beginning and we were meeting each other, going out, I will come with girlfriends. Or if I was dating someone, I would bring the person along. But she will never come with her boyfriend. And this guy was her boyfriend from before I met her. So she will talk about him, tell me things and stuff. But she will never bring him around. But never mind. I mean, it's not like I wanted to meet him. But, you know, the pictures sometimes say something about someone. But then when you meet them, they might be different. So I had this impression because of the pictures he saw me that he was somebody cocky and looked like a criminal and rude. That's the impression I had, but I never I never thought that that could be the case. I just thought, okay, that's what it looks to me. You know, guys, they like to show off in pictures and stuff, but that doesn't mean he's like that. It's not what he's saying to me about him. And also, I had no doubts about her being happy. I thought she was. She was telling me all these wonderful things about her boyfriend, so I thought she was happy. Little I knew. Little I knew. So basically, there's a few things that he will do, and Maria will come to me and explain to me, this is what happened today. If I see her be down, like all of a sudden, or quiet, she will be like, okay, this is what he's done this time. So slowly, she was opening up, and that wonderful scenario didn't look that wonderful anymore. But to be honest, I never met him in person. I experienced something that I'm going to explain later on with Maria and him in my presence. But he was not physically there, so I could see the situation clearly because it was happening when I was with her. So I'm going to just explain that at the end. That's the last thing that happened recently, okay? So basically, he will do things like, okay, he wouldn't work. He will be working for maybe a week or two, and then he will stop working. So when he wasn't working, he needed money. So sometimes she will be like, oh, you know, he asked me for some money. I give it to him. And I was just listening. Me, I don't judge. If you ask me for my opinion, I will give it to you. But if you don't, then this means you don't want it. So why would I? And... It was the beginning when I met her. 
So what I'm saying now, it happened over a period of two and a half years to three years. So since I met her, slowly, slowly things started to happen. So basically, he has a son and his son is about five, five, six years old. Maria know his son um, and she met him a few times. And his son needs like clothing, shoes and stuff like that. So when he was out of work and he couldn't afford to buy things for his son because he will pick him up every two weeks to spend the weekend with him. So what he will do, he will take the son, his son, to Maria's house and stay the weekend with her. And Maria will be cooking for him, you know, doing all the maternal bits for his son. And during this time, you have to think that he's in her house, yeah? And during this time, um, sometimes he was out of work and he will say, okay, I don't have money to buy this for my son or he needs, I don't know, a jacket or his trainers are broken. And she will buy things for him, like, you know, like he was her own son, which is so sweet. It's beautiful. I mean, if you love someone, you will love the whole package. You wouldn't love only you know, the dad or the mom, if the person has kids, these children are part of the person you are loving. So you will love them too, which makes perfect sense. So she will help him. But, you know, every time was becoming more, more and more regular. So basically he will say to her, you know, I don't have money now, but as soon as I get some money coming through, I will pay back to you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the funny thing is he will wear as well himself, like very flashy clothes, but he was broke. He didn't work. So I start suspecting that something was not quite right. So one day I start asking her, like, you know, what does your partner do? What does your boyfriend do? To have an idea because, you know, normally it's not always the case. But, you know, the person you are with, the person you surround yourself with, they say something about you. I'm not saying you are like that person, but there is something about that person that you are going around with or you are dating or the group of friends you have. They are connected to you because of a reason, because you have something in common or you have similitudes. Otherwise, why would you be friend with someone or date someone who you don't have nothing in common? I know... People can, can lie to us, they can fake how they are, who they are, but not for long. And even if they do fake it, initially there was something there that, you know, connected you with each other. For example, Maria and I, we are friends. I don't have a low self-esteem, thanks God, and she does. However, there is many things a part of that that we have in common and you know we both are ambitious we like doing things with our lives we like explore new things learn new things so we have things in common but when it comes to self-esteem i do love myself if i didn't i wouldn't be able to love anybody else that's me and i think that is a rule that many people should follow but um for her somebody so confident in the outside and so broken in the inside believe me i i couldn't understand i still can't crazy anyway so 
Maria's boyfriend, um, I'm not going to give him a name. I'm just going to say Maria's boyfriend. Basically, what happened was um, he was becoming more like asking her for things slowly and slowly. And she was expressing this to me. So he was more time out of work than at work. And he will say things to her like, you know, don't worry. This is only a, a difficult time that we are going through, but I'm going to overcome it. And when I do, we're going to have a better life. I will support you. I will, I will, I will. But he wouldn't do shit. Okay. Too much talking. Okay. Anyway, my friend loved him. Like I said, when I met her, this guy was already her boyfriend. So, and she knew him. Maria knew him for a while before I met her. So basically she will believe all the things he will say and she will give him the money that you know he asks her for he will say okay i will pay you back he will never do and he will be like you know i'm struggling you know with my son i need help to get him this to get him that she will do she will go and do it and give him the money or she will buy herself you know i mean she was very like caring in that sense he's very caring she's not a person who is tight at all he's somebody very generous my friend maria so and she loves him so there's nothing wrong with that however he he continued to say to her yeah you know i will give you back i will give you back this never happened and sometimes you know she she needed the money for something else. Maria needed the money for something else. And he would be like, please, 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 you know, worry with this money, I will give it back to you. And then if she had the money planned for something, he he will ask her for the money and she will give it to him. And sometimes she will say to me, you know, my boyfriend asked me for this money, but it's for his son, you know, he needs this. And, you know, his baby mama is not really caring for the son, for his son. So he needs he needs me. He needs my money. He needs my help. So I was like, all right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's her boyfriend. Who am I to judge? Maybe that's the kind of relationship they had. Who knows? But slowly the relationship was starting to look different to what she was expressing at the beginning when I met her. So and she started to become bitter you know somebody who is happy shouldn't be in a bitter mood most of the time so slowly she was becoming you know like a bitter mode walking body you know so i was not enjoying her really but you know i still i was there for her because she's my friend and she was telling me oh i know he's not gonna give it to me but these conversations slowly were more coming up because he was he will start to ask her for money more and more frequently. So she will talk more about it. And a few times I had to borrow her some money as well myself because she used the money that she had for herself, for her plans, because she planned that money um, the last time I gave her money. So she used it for her boyfriend and then she wouldn't do her things she needed to do for herself. She will give the money to her boyfriend and then she will come to me and ask me for money. So I will borrow it to her. But I will be like, okay, you know, is your boyfriend going to give it back to you, you know? And she will be, no, don't worry, I will pay you back. I knew she will, but I was starting to get worried for her because it's like, it's not about you. I know you will give me the money back. It's the fact that are you going to get your own money from your own boyfriend back? 
you know what I mean? But anyway, she would always make excuses for him. He would give it back to me or he told me he can't give it to me now. But the point is, the bottom line is that he will never give it back to her. And he will use the child as excuse many times. I mean, so slowly this was breaking her inside because she was seeing that he was taking a slightly advantage of her. And I think she was aware slowly she started getting aware when he when she saw that he wasn't gonna give her the money back but you know she loved him she loved him i mean she still loves him she loves him very much so you know that's what she will tell me oh but i love him it's okay you know we will be better in the future he will have better moments so one time i asked her like what does he do for a living because you know I can see, you know, the way he, he dress, he moves. So I asked her, like, you know, is he working? And then she will be like, oh, you know, he's doing things by the side, stuff like that. So basically, in a few words, I think he was doing some dodgy thing because he used to sell, I think, weed or something and smoke weed and stuff like that. I mean, that's why I'm not even saying names, all right? The boyfriend, we are calling him. <laughs> boyfriend so i think he was doing some dodgy business on the side in regards to selling drugs and stuff like that so sometimes he will have a good amount of money and he will do a spoil her but that will be once every five six months and when the business didn't go very well then he will be broke because he wasn't a person who will have a stable job who will maintain a stable job so he will just try to use the money that he will earn to maintain himself but then when run out before the time he gets more from his little business then he will be broke and then he will be asking maria for money so i was like oh okay okay so he's a drug dealer <laughs> and then she goes to me well don't say it like that, you know, I mean, he sells sometimes when he needs to because he needs to do what he needs to do for his son. Me, I'm not judging. I'm not saying he's right, but I'm not going to judge in how each person chooses to to get money to support their own families. Who am I to judge, you know? Who am I? So it's wrong. It's definitely wrong, but every person do what they have to do in order to survive, in order to support their families. So that's all I can say. It is wrong. So if you can avoid this, do not sell drugs. Please, 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 guys, girls, don't sell drugs. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. If you can avoid that path, it's better, you know. So now we are moving on into the conversations I had with Maria. So basically, she wanted to have a child. She wanted a baby from this guy, from her boyfriend. So she was actually telling him this. She was actually telling him, look, I want to have a baby. I'm getting older now. You know, women will have less timing than men. So, and he will tell her like, you know, I cannot even support my own child. I've got, and you want to have another baby. I don't think that's, you know, that's appropriate at this time. She will be down, she will tell me, and then she was down about it, and then she will push him again, like, you know, when is the right timing? It's never going to be the right timing, you know, stuff like that. So he was saying to her that, you know, no, I don't want another baby right now. We cannot maintain a baby right now. There will be better times in where this can be possible. 
but she still kept saying, which she is right. She kept saying that I don't have much time left. He saw his own right to choose not to have any more children, but she was like, well, at the end of the day, I'm helping you to pay this for your child, so I might as well have my own with you, basically. But he was like, you know, no, 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 it's not the right timing, blah, blah, blah. We are not settled. We are not this. So basically, he was telling her no. Okay? And she was not taking that part very well. She was in pain. I could see her suffering when she would talk about this with me. He didn't want any more kids. And he made clear to her that it's not going to happen anytime soon. He made sure that she understands that he cannot maintain successfully his own child by himself so it wouldn't be smart to have another one so throughout this process she was suffering she was in pain and i'm like oh girl you know i mean i say to her i did say to her you know i'm gonna confess that i did say to her look if you want a baby and he's not willing to give you one make sure you you have an open mind on how to have a baby or who to have a baby with because your time is going and you know you don't want to wait until you are 40 something to have a child so and she didn't want to have a child very late in her years she's around 31 32 at the moment so she doesn't want to wait too long you know so by the time she was 29, 30, she was telling him about the child, but she, he was like, nah, I'm not having a child with you right now. That's how he, his attitude, his attitude was. And most of the times when she was meeting him, he would come with his son. So basically, she was looking after his son quite a lot, every, every other week, basically, when the son of her boyfriend was with him she will be with him too and yeah it was beautiful when you see pictures of them they look like a family you know and maria looked very very happy so i was happy to see her happy however things continue to change to the worst he will start having all these calls into his phone different different girls she was telling me that there is too many girls contacting him, texting him, and then when she confronts him about it, he will be like, oh, don't worry, you are getting paranoid, all these girls, I'm not interested in them, I'm with you because I want to, blah, blah, blah. You know, typical things that men say when they are cheating, basically, they try to make you believe that you are the one out of order, that you are imagining things, that, you know, you are becoming paranoid, it's no way it looks, it's no way it seems, I'm not interested in them, it's a result of your imagination, blah, 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 you know. So basically, he will brush her off, making her look crazy and, you know, dismissing really what he was saying in terms of, come on, really, it's not even, this is not even real. So she will become more frustrated because she will have this feeling that something was going on. But and but at the same time, he will he didn't she didn't have any proof basically she didn't have any proof and she was happy believing what he was saying to her because that's what she wanted to hear. But at the same time, she knew in her gut that something was happening.
So yeah, love is blind. Love is blind, blind, blind. To me, I started to get concerned about Maria when I could see clearly that he was taking advantage of her financially, you know. Basically, Maria had a driving license. She used to have a car before she started dating him, dating her boyfriend. But for many years, she never drive anywhere. She was scared of the motorway. And she decided it's time to have a car. So her boyfriend said to her, why don't we buy it together? Because her boyfriend does, you know, does drive. So they decided to go to a concessionary to get a new, brand new car. So they did that to, to get it together. But the car is only in Maria's name. He couldn't put his name in the car because he didn't have any stable job. And for other body reasons, I believe, that Maria never told me. But anyway, Maria told me that basically the car was put in her name only, but both of them, they would be paying for the car. What happened? The car was a new car, beautiful car, actually, beautiful. So they got the car in Maria's name and basically guess who was driving the car? Her boyfriend. Sometimes she will say to him, okay, come and pick me up. He wouldn't come. And then he was saying to her at the beginning before they bought the car, don't worry, you know, if you need me to pick you up somewhere, I will come. If you need me to do something, I will do. And that was bullshit, really. Because what happened was many times Maria was leaving work late and she would call him to pick her up and he wouldn't even answer the phone. Then when he does pick her up somewhere that she will ask him, the car was full of cigarette butts, full of weed, you know, butts, you know, a smell to weed. He was not really looking after the car. But the funny thing is he will drop his friends all the time and even girls. Yes, you heard me, even girls. <laughs> Let me explain this to you, okay? One day she was walking in her area and she saw her car passing by. And when she looked, she saw her boyfriend driving in the car with a girl, kind of a pretty girl. She felt threatened by this girl. And this is one of the girls that keeps calling him. And when she looked, she shouted, but he drove off. And they had an argument about it. And then he kept saying, no, she had an emergency. She asked me to drop her somewhere. And I did out of goodwill, you know, out of you know, a good gesture. Not because there is something between us. And, you know, no excuses. But this is a car that Maria was paying. She was not using. She was not driving. He was not picking her up. Was all for him because he was using it by himself. And I said to her, okay, why don't you take the car? Come to work driving or, you know, use it a bit more. But she's a bit scared of using the motorway. So she that's the reason, basically. She was a bit scared of using the motorway. So that's why she wouldn't take the car to drive in areas where there is motorway. She would take it in her area to do a shopping near where she lives. But she wouldn't really drive the car around. Then, after that, they had a big argument when she catch him near her area with a girl 
in the passenger seat in the front where she normally sits, acting like, you know, yeah, the car is mine, you know? <laughs> I mean, she was so pissed off when she was telling me about this. However, they had a big argument and yeah, he, he denied everything. He said, I just dropped her quickly. I saw her, she asked me, I dropped her somewhere and that, that was it. Little we knew, little we knew. Okay, so now at this stage, she was frustrated, but she's in love. And I said to her, look, I had to tell her, look, you know, at the end of the day, you are paying for the car. He's not paying nothing. And he's usually more than you do. He's not picking you up when you ask him. He's not taking you places when you ask him. And, you know, you are paying for a new car that you are not even using it. And he's destroying, he's destroying the car because he was not really, he was acting crazy with the car. Anyway. The next thing that happened, that she told me that happened, is that he had a car accident. Oh, my God. When she saw me the pictures of the car, how the car was left, and the thing is, she had to go to the police. She had to go to the police to pick up the car because when the accident happened, he left the car and ran, basically. So, yeah, he ran. So, basically, the police confiscated the car and took the keys. So they contacted Maria because they could see that the car is registering her name. So basically, in this situation, obviously, she was trying to protect her boyfriend and herself. So she lied. She said, well, I don't know how my car is there. And I don't know what happened. Probably somebody took it or something like that. So basically, she was saying she was not driving the car. I don't know how the car arrived there and I don't even know what happened anyway she had to go to the police station say that the car was lost or stolen basically they give her the keys back and from that moment she was pissed she was like you know what you are not using the car anymore however he is a very sweet talker so when there is love sweet talking can do a lot of fixing so in this case the sweet talking worked for her at the end she ended up giving the keys back to him and in my mind i'm thinking this is so much humiliation this guy is just using you girl but i kept quiet obviously i just thought you know what i'm not even gonna get involved so when she needs me i would be there to give her my opinion if she wants but i'm not gonna just get involved in her relationship so this is all for now this is the part one of Maria's story and we are going to continue next week with Maria's part two story. I decided to tell her story in two weeks because I really wanted to tell Maria's story with as much detail as possible so you can understand what can happen and how things can turn up for you if you don't love yourself. I mean, that's why I want to use this moment to say again, I will never be tired of saying this, you are worth it. So the message of, of the week will be, please love yourself more. Love yourself first before you start loving somebody else. Okay, so I see you next week, 10 o'clock Friday, and we continue with Maria's story part two. Okay. Have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye and love yourself because you are worthy. <laughs>